Okay, we're at the very moment of Kapala from the Aleph, the, la- the next line of the mission is at the Kura'ah, Echad Kura'ah, Shnayim Yatu. So if one person read the Megillah or several people read the Megillah, you're still Yodzei. Rashi pointed out in the, mish- in the, uh, in the Mishnah that we don't say, we don't invoke the principle that sometimes we say in Aramaic, that two voices can't be discerned. The Gemara says, I'm a bet. Tana, Masha, which is not the case when it comes to the Torah. When you have to the Torah, you have to have only one person. Reading, and Rashi points out, uh, oh, sorry. When it comes to Torah reading, one person reads, one person translates. As long as you don't have one person reading and two people in translating. You see, the translation is also very significant. You want to make sure people understand what's going on. And Raja says, All the more so you can't have two people reading the Torah. Again, he says, Two voices cannot be heard or discerned. Okay. Ubinavi, the Bharati continues, and then when it comes to the Navi, the Haftara, Echad Korei Ushnaim Metagimim, it's okay for one person to read it and have two people translate it. As long as you don't flip it, you don't have two people reading and one, and two people doing the translating as well. Or the Halal of a Megillah, but when it comes to Halal or Megillah, Afilo Asara Korin, Basara Metagimim, and the Bach points out you don't have to say Asara Metagimim, but even in ten people reading would be fine. Where it says my time, but what's the reason that would be different for Hala and Megillah? Kevin de Chaviva Yahavida Tayo Vishame. Since it's so beloved, so they pay attention and they'll be able to hear or discern. That's an interesting idea, right? That the Traitala Misame is not necessarily only a question of the physical ability to hear it, it's also about how much you pay attention. So if you pay a little more attention, you could potentially uh, uh, discern. Okay, yeah, fair. Mishnah said, "Makam shenagul levarich yivarich." When it's a custom to make that to say bracha, you say bracha. If not, not. Amar Abayi lo shanu elalacharei. Abayi says, "It's only you talk about the bracha after the megillah." Ava belefaneh. When it comes to the bracha before the megillah, mitzvah levarich. It's a mitzvah to make the bracha. Of course, you make a bracha. Amar Abayi, Amar Shmuel is ready to quote when Shmuel said, "Kol amisvot kulan." Very famous line, comes to several times in Shas. All the mitzvah, you make a bracha, over la seyatan means before the performance of the mitzvah. Kumar says, My masha the high over lishadak dumihu. What is it? Where do we see the implication that the word over is a language of preceding, coming earlier? Amrav Nacham bar Yisrael Gamar Krav, by Yarot Achimaz, Derech Hakikar, the Achimaz ran by the, the way of the plane. Ba'yavor, keyword, et ha-kushi. He passed the kushi, the Ethiopian. Okay, that means he passed when he was in front of him. Abayim armeyach, Abayim says from here, from here, says, Behu over lifnehem. He passed in front of them. Be'yavor, alternatively, mehach, Ba'yavor, melachim lifnehem, Ba'yashem, Ba'yashem, that the king will pass before them, and the Shem will be at their head. The point is that, that, uh, that word avar is beforehand, and that's what we almost, almost without exception, we should say, brachot are made before the performance of the mitzvah. And when they're not, we have to give a good explanation why not. Okay, the Gemara says, So what is the language of the bracha before the creation Megillah? Rav Sheshet, Mikatrezaya, Ikla Lekamid Ravashi. So Rav Sheshet, when they say Katrezaya, he visited Ravashi Barich Manach. Okay, he made the bracha of Manach. And what is Manach? If you look in Rashi a little higher on the page, it's, it's an acronym. Mem Ninchet, a Mikra Megillah, Bishasa Nisim, Bishachiyanu. So it's kind of a weird acronym, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless. So it's Mem Megillah, well, Mikra Megillah, that's good. Nun is for Nisim, Asa Nisim, and Chet is for Chiyanu. Chiyanu. <laughs> no. Okay, he's going to say Manash. I don't know why he did that, but okay, that's what he said, Manash.
Okay, that's just it. La Charem, my Mark. What's the bracha afterwards? If you've packed up the custom, which our custom is, we make the bracha after. What's the bracha? Baruch Hashem, Kedem Elchalam. Haravet Rivenu, Badanet Dinenu, Manokemenik Matenu. Right, so bless you, Hashem, who uh, fights our fights, judges our judgments, uh, avenges those who need to be taken vengeance. From the Fralam, Yitzarenu, gets payback to those who oppress us. And also pays back the Gemul, like what they deserve, to those who are our enemies. Again, who pays back to, to, for you, on behalf of Yisrael from all their, let's call it enemies. Rav Amar, Rav says the conclusion should be Hakel HaMoshiach, the God who is uh, a savior, or who saves. Amar, Rapapa, Rapapa says two good ideas here. Therefore, we'll say both of them. What does that mean? And that is, in fact, what we say. We have that combination of the two brachas on Empire Night. When you guys hear the Megillah for the first time in a year, you'll notice that uh, we'll have that special bracha. And you say, oh, that's a conglomeration of, uh, it's Rapapa's idea to combine uh, what happened in, uh, um, what's it called? By, I guess by Ravashi, the Gemara says by Ravashi, and then also uh, the Rabbi's idea as well. Okay, the Mishnah said, it changes gears a little bit now. So we read, uh, the, read the Torah, three Aliyahs on Mondays, Thursdays, and Shabbos. These three Aliyahs, what do they correspond to? Rabbi Mark and Nagel Kohanim living in Yisraelim. Also works nicely. Ella had this night. Rabbi Shimi ain't poltim poltim mesar b'sukim v'etekin aset. Ma'idaber olam in a minyan hani asar k'negami. So okay, that's very nice. The three Aliyahs is great. But then when Rabbi Shimi teaches us that you can't have fewer than ten sukim in the shul, and Ma'idaber counts. Okay, counts by the count. These ten. What, what, what is that? What is that uh, correspond to? Amar Bishul Ben Levi connected Asarab Batalim Shubet Dikanasa. Correspond to the ten Batalim in the shul. Meaning the Batalim, those people who have to sort of remain idle to be around to make sure there's a minion in shul. It used to be an official role in the community. So that's why we have ten Sukim for the ten Batalim. You behave with us, Antani. Yeah, yeah. Rav Yosef Amar connected Asar to Dibrot. It corresponds to the Ten Commandments. Which are stated to Moshe at Har Sinai. Let's just read this. The Rebbe Levi line is not necessarily there, but we'll read it anyways. Rebbe Levi Amar connected Asar Hilulim Shemar Dibrot Besefer Tehilim. It's the Ten Hilulim in the Besefer Tehilim. Rav Yosef Amar connected Asar Ma'amarot Shabahem Dibra Olam. It says it corresponds to the Ten Ma'amarot. These statements, like Vayomers. With, with which uh, the world was uh, created. Gemara uh, says, Hey, uh, Ninhu. Hey, Ninhu, by Yomi di Bershi. What are those? Amarot, it's the Bayomer of Parsha Bershi. Gemara says, Hamitisha Havu. Gemara says, What do you mean? That's only nine. If you count up all the Bayomers, you're only going to find nine Bayomers, not ten Bayomers. So what do you mean? Gemara answers, Breshit nami ma'amarhu. The word breshit also counts as a ma'amar. The Stevens is uh, written in Tehillim. Bitvar Hashem nasaim nasu with the uh, word of Hashem. The heavens were created. The Baruch Piv kolz va'am with the the wind of his mouth. All the uh, all the hosts. Okay, so the idea is that breshit also the, the idea of breshit itself is through uh, the Dvar Hashem. That's also like a ma'amar. Amar Rava, Rava says, Rishon Shekara Arba Mishubach, Sheni Shekara Arba Mishubach, Shlishi Shekara Arba Mishubach. Now, Rava is pointing out that uh, when you have ten sukim, minimum, and you have three aliyahs, so you're going to end up with, and we didn't mention this point also, that you have to have a minimum of three sukim per aliyah, so you end up with one aliyah that has to have four sukim, at least in the minimal, in the minimal situation. So which one is the best? So Rava says, if you do the first one, you get praised, second one's praised, third one's praised. Oh, it's all good. 
Maybe not the first one. If you read four, it's good. As it teaches the Mishnah, Bishalosh Kuposhal Shalosh. Shalosh Shalosh Sayin, I think. This is in Masach Shkalim. He used to collect the uh, the machat the shekel and different donations in three containers uh, or three uh, each. Shabahen tarmim talishka. They use it for donations to the uh, to the lishka, meaning for the upkeep of the bed midash. Bahayakatuv lehem alaf begimel. They would write them alaf begimel. That's what they write in them. Leida ezavahem nitramishon to know which one was donated to first. Why we, why do we care which one was donated to first? Lahakri mimena rishon shemitzvah berishon. Because the idea would be that we want to bring the korban from the thing first from the thing that was donated first. You fill up the first container, then you fill up the second container, then you fill up the third container. Okay, so you see there, the idea that you like the first thing first, and that's the idea that the first solution should have the four uh, psukim. And sa'ichikara arba mishubach, but the middle one being good, titanya, the tata nebraita, elmul pnei hamnoraji iru yairu. Talking about the candles on the uh, menorah, they face the mul pnei hamnoraji, like the middle of the menorah. Milamesh mitzadeit nehem klapi nehema arbi. It says it's sort of like that they turn uh, slightly towards the Western uh, lamp or candle, the near Ma'arabi, Klapishina, and the west, the western one, which is the middle one, would be til- turned uh, slightly towards the Shechina, I mean towards the Kadash Kadashim. Okay, the Amarab Yochan, Rabbi Yochan said, Mikansha Emtai, the Shubach. So from there you got the idea that the middle is the best. Okay, the Acharon Jagarabra, Mishubach, Mishumalim, Kadash Emoridin. Right, and then the last one, is, uh, if it reads for it, is uh, praiseworthy because we have a Kaza that you go up in Kadusha and not to go down in Kadusha. So all them are great, right? So this is a good, you know, it's a good about the, you know, uh, different things. All these things are, have, have elements that make it uh, beneficial. Rapapa equals the Kanisha the Abi Gubar. Rapapa visited the Kanisha of Abi Gubar. The Kara Rishon Arba'a Bishavli Rapapa. So the first one read four, and Rapapa praised him. I mean, I guess the story would have gone the same if he had done the second one and the third one also, but okay, that's how it worked out. Okay. Uh, no, no less, no more. In terms of the Elias. As we mentioned this before, also that uh, taught us that uh, the person who starts the, the kriya makes the bracha before, and the person who can, uh, finishes the uh, the kriyot makes the bracha afterwards, right? Not in between. Uh, nowadays, when everyone makes the bracha before and after, right? that's what we do our aliyahs. That every person who's old makes the bracha before. Here's the reason: the It's a and instituted because of the people who come in, people who leave. Meaning, people come in late. We wouldn't want them to think that we didn't make a bracha rishona on the Kriyat Torah. And people who maybe would leave early during the Kriyat Torah, we don't want them to think that maybe there's no conclusionary uh, that word, uh, bracha on the Kriyat Torah. So, therefore, each Aliyah does it. Subject, of course, no one's going to leave during an Aliyah. Okay? So, that certainly is the idea. And the same thing uh, that helps us out. Okay. Then we say, so Ula Barav asked Rav the following question. We have a quandary. We just had Rosh Chodesh a couple days ago. Parsha Rosh Chodesh, Kesad Kurinita. How are you supposed to manage with the Parsha of Rosh Chodesh? And the one that said, Sabe Bnei Yisrael and Rada Lehem, and Korbani Alachmi, so the first section, right, is eight psukim long. So what are you supposed to do with eight psukim? This is a very awkward thing. What are you supposed to do? Nikre tray. Uh, tlata, tlata, psukim. If you read two aliyahs of three psukim each, 
Then you'll be left over with two psukim. You're not allowed to conclude, to leap over on a parshia, right? That has like the, where the divisions are in the, uh, in the Torah. So you can't leave fewer than three psukim. So that's not an option to do three, three, then you're left with two. Nikre arba arba, if you do four and four, pashalu shiva, you'll be only left with seven psukim left for the Kriya of Rosh Chodesh. But that middle section of Yom HaShabbat is only two psukim by itself. So you can't. And the last section is five psukim. What are you, how are you supposed to manage that? Two of Yom HaShabbat and one from Rosh Chodeshem. Let's just go to the top. We'll stop in the middle here a little bit. It says, But you're also another principle. You can't start a parshia fewer than three psukim from the beginning. Okay, so you're going to be stuck in that uh, reality. We don't know how to manage it, and we'll stop here, and we'll continue tomorrow to resolve this issue.